Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about Kingsman, not the Kingsman. That's what we're supposed to be reviewing, uh, but that that ain't coming out. So uh, we we went back to the went back to the original, and we're reviewing the original. Uh, was it Kingsman Secret Service? What's the, what's the yeah, full title? Yep, Kingsman Secret Service. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and get this thing going. What's going on, guys? Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. Um, so, uh, ap- apologies in advance. Uh, Ron had to record on his phone. Um, mm-hmm. Having having some technical difficulties today. So, shout out to uh, the audio. Um, but anyway. Chromebook, baby. Yeah, Chromebook. Um, <laughs> I, I know the Chromebook struggles because I just tried to run a, a paint night on Saturday. That went very well on a Chromebook and it was a bit of a mess. I had to move everything out to the, to the big computer because... Chromebook couldn't handle all those video connections. It's because it's not a computer. It's not a computer. It's no, a Chromebook. It's not a computer. Oh, Just kidding. Wow. Oh, God. Um, anyway. Um, bef- so, anyway. Uh, before we go any further, we got to make sure that we remember our pickles. Pickles. Oh. <laughs> <Of> the week. <laughs> I got uh, One, I mean, like. A thousand monkeys yeah, right, and typewriters will eventually write War and Peace, right? That's what they say. Yeah, once before. Yeah. But uh, all right. My pickle of the week is Blade Runner 2019, number 10. This has been a very good series, nominated for um, some Eisners. So hmm. it's exciting. It's very good. I like it. My pick is Ten of Swords, creation number Ooh. one, which is the official kickoff to. Hickman's big X-Men, first big X-Men event. I don't really think Hawksbox is an event, so I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be a good book. Jonathan Fortnite Hickman. Yes. Uh, I am picking uh, Juggernaut number one. Uh, Excellent. Another Dawn of X book. Super excited. Okay. Ron Garney's drawn the art. Who? Ron Garney. Uh, He did um, Daredevil. Okay. So like cool. Two runs ago. So should be good. Nice. Um, There's also Immortal She-Hulk that I'm looking forward to. Oh, that's true. That also does. Come oh, out. Dylan got two today. Uh, actually, the, okay. So there's a there's a bit of a secret here. Uh, if you go to the new release section on uh on uh at Sugarland, you will see a a book that is not a new release, but I put it up there because I'm pretty excited about it because I forgot <gasps> that we had it. Um, the Cyberpunk 2020 Guide to Night City, the original one. Ooh, like, this is buried in our RPG section because we have no other Cyberpunk stuff because the game's not out yet, and it's just an original copy of the old Guide to Night City. So, if you want to pick that up and learn about the lore of Night City for, before 2077 comes out in what a month and a half, whenever that game comes out, uh, come over to Sugarland. Um. This is the part of the show where we'd like to remind everyone to please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out, and it helps new people find the show. It also will help us achieve our 2020 goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Once we hit 200 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films we review. So do us a favor and go do it. Um, Let's talk about events. So I'm going to go first. Uh, This coming Friday, uh, the 25th, we have our Keyforge Store Championships. Um, that one is going to be on our Discord. Uh, this is our second virtual store championship. Um, we are running it in the triad format. We have some out-of-towners already signed up, so there's going to be a big one. So if, you've, if you're on the fence, hop in there. There's going to be a big one. Um, it's going to be a longer one. The rounds are best of three rather than best of one. So uh, hour and a half rounds instead of 30-minute rounds. So... Uh, be ready for that. But we're playing triad format. It's going to be super cool. Um, and then um, next month, we have a, a freestyle paint night. Since our paint night went so well this past week, uh, this past Saturday, thank you everybody who came out for that. Um, we're going to do uh, another, we're going to, we're going to move it to every month, the paint club, Bedrock City Paint Club. Um, so we were originally had scheduled to do the Ogre, the WizKids Next Paint Night on the 17th, but we're not getting the kits until the 15th. So 
Uh, mm. I don't, only two days to sell the kit's not going to work. So we're going to do the ogre in November. And seven, the 17th, we're going to do a freestyle. So come down to any Bedrock City, pick up a mini, some paint, or use your own paint. Just buy a mini from Bedrock and you're in. Nice. Uh, and you can join us on our Discord. Uh, to join the link from our Discord, uh, all you need to do is go to our Twitter at BRC Uncanny. And our Instagram is at Uncanny Universe. Is our, is our Facebook. Uh, and that's all I have. I have tonight a live sale. It has, let's see, we have a bunch of bricks this time. Not a lot of high dollar back issues, but like, you know, low to mid ones, some cool key issues. And right. then a bunch of bricks, a bunch of like mystery bundles that Mike made that are like 10 number ones and they're $10. Oh, that's cool. That's pretty interesting. Um, we have, yeah, we have a couple more um, live author events coming up. I'm not sure about the exact dates, though, but we have one for Swamp Thing Twin Branches with Maggie, Maggie Steph Vader and Morgan Beam. I need to learn how to say that. And Super Sons from Ridley Pearson and Elay Gonzalez. And those are both in October, I believe. Two, two different Saturdays. Nice. Um, actually, I think the Super Sons one is November 7th, and then the Swamp Thing one is right before that, October 24th. Okay. And those are going to be at 7 p.m. on our Facebook, bedrockcity.com slash live. Okay. And there's also more coming up. But and also, if you have any, our last one went so well, DC was like, well, what do you want to do? You know? So if there's any like graphic novels coming up that you're excited about, not like in the next week, but like right. that you've seen solicited that are months away. On the horizon. Let me, let me know and maybe we can put it together. There you go. That'd be really cool. That's the thesis. Oh, also, we have our Halloween sale. Um, it starts on the Wednesday before Halloween, <laughs> which is on a Saturday. So you do the math. <laughs> October 28th, I think. Uh, 28th, and then, yeah, 28th. Okay, so we're doing it's extended to you know make it a little bit more socially distant. We'll also be good about policing people, but it's um Wednesday through Sunday, so it's five days, and it's the the usual you know fifty percent off graphic novels, forty percent off trades, twenty five to fifty on toys. Basically, twenty five okay. to fifty percent off the whole store. Yep, yep. And that's awesome. at all locations. That's awesome. Uh, I'm excited to. Uh... To have some good stuff uh, on sale, so finally, yeah. Hopefully, we'll see. We skipped uh, over the spring sale. Yep. I mean, we weren't open, so right. To be fair, it would have it would have been in April typically, right? Sometimes May, I guess. Yeah. But uh, Ron, you got events. You got. Uh, you know, I got all of them. Uh, come down. Uh, no, I don't. Come down and talk to Ron. We haven't done that in a while. Uh, yeah. The next, the next book club is going to be lit, like Ron said. There's like 50 people, and somehow people keep getting added to the book club group. And there's like 55 people in it now. I'm like, when did this happen? Last time I checked, it was like 12. So next time there is one, it's going to be... Ron's like, I'm not going to get food for 50 people, but... It's the beauty of a potluck. I'm not cooking, everybody else will. So 49 people are going to cook for me. It's going to be fantastic. (laughs) Exactly. Uh... Very cool. Um, what I done did, I did a paint night. I painted a manticore. Watched Kingsman. What's that look like? Oh, uh, I got it. I can send you it. You got it? That's cool. I, I mean, I, don't, I mean, it's at the store. You can come see it at the boy. store. Come come see your boy. Come you see it. your boy. Um, but I did that, and I watched Kingsman, and that's about it. Word, word. Yeah, I didn't do much else. So I did nothing. So you can pass me. Nice. Nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah, same kind of. I updated my iPhone. Okay. What? Um. Oh, I just realized you're on your phone. You're not gonna be able to see this. I'm doing it anyway. There it is. I sent. I also sent them the pictures of the Manticore. Ooh, that's pretty. I, thank you. You like that that second one, the beauty shot? Yes, the second one, yeah, it's good. I freestyled that 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 little addition there. That wasn't part of the model. 
the bussy. Yeah. Oh. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. That's a curse word. I mean, fair enough. They know what um, the kids know what it means. Yeah, none of our listeners know what that means. But I also finally, finally started playing the campaign for Avengers, the the Crystal Dynamics game. Ooh, okay. Enjoy? I'm really enjoying it. I'm only like 20% of the way through it, but the story's really good, yeah. You know? I don't know. I don't understand because it said it was like a 10 to 15 hour campaign. Mm-hmm. But I spent like five hours and got 20% of the way through it, and I didn't stop. Oh. So I don't know what. Maybe I'm just slow. You're just bad at it. I'm not like dying though. It's just. I think that's like if you run through the game, you know? Yeah. Like, what's a chest? What's a side mission? Speed. What's it called? Speed, speed run? running. Yeah. Speed running, yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I did. I didn't do anything interesting. I'm sorry. There, there was this kid that came into GameStop one time. Um, he was maybe 13 or 14. He was trading in a game and buying another game. And he was trying to flex on me and tell me, he's like, oh, well, I'm what they call a speed runner. And so I trade in games all the time because, you know, I get done with them and because I beat them so fast. Like, oh, cool, dude. Just So you're getting a low value for your purchases is what you're saying. Basically. Yes. When you could just rent them at that point. All right. Or you yeah. could take Game your time point. and enjoy them. Yeah, but he, he's what they call a speedrunner, Dylan. He doesn't have time for that. He's got to go fast. I'm picturing like a 14-year-old. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Um, so let's get we should answer Nick Ryan's question about our favorite K-pop group. Oh, uh, well, mine is Blackpink because so is they, mine. Oh, well, mine's Blackpink because they are doing a PUBG crossover. That is the only or collaboration, I guess. So you're well, Blink. doing the Fortnite crossover. Uh, BTS. I'm a BTS fan. There you go. No, Blackpink's no, uh, better. Red Velvet is doing a crossover with Red Velvet's good too. I only know like one song from them, and I know. A couple songs from Blackpink. I'm not a stand, but well, you, how are you all, not a stand? We're all blinks. That's what the, that's what the fans are called of Blackpink. Blinks is that what I am? Blink, yeah. What are y'all on about? But I, I mean, we're we, talking about we've been all jamming, we've been jamming favorite. to ice ice cream at at the Galleria store. It's their new song. We're talking about you know all of our favorite K-pop acts. You know, like we, we love yeah. it. it. Me and Dylan are just all about that life. Blackpink has a documentary coming out on Netflix in a couple of weeks. I think we should review it. We we definitely should. Uh, I love uh, also love uh, off, off on off. That's my favorite too. My other favorite. So, nice. So, look that up. Um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier now appears <laughs> to be confirmed for a twenty one twenty twenty one release date um, or release. Um, they were originally scheduled to debut on Disney Plus last month. Rip. Uh, but the COVID-19 <laughs> pandemic made it uh, impossible, and the series is just now only finishing shooting. Um, while some fans have been holding out uh, hope that it could arrive on the streaming service this year, it would appear that if 2021 uh, is going to be the case. As spotted by comicbook.com, an updated landing page for the Falcon Winter Soldier on Disney Plus says coming 21, com- 2021. So that's not surprising. There you go. Really. Sad news, but... Yeah, sort of ready. to be expected, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's interesting that it's not the first one anymore. I wonder if there's any importance to the order, or if it just doesn't matter. If they don't, I'm really sure there together. was, but they might change it. I don't know. It could be possible that it. Um, eh, probably not. I guess it could be possible that it takes place after Black Widow, like something in Black Widow. I know Black Widow is a prequel, so it obviously does. But maybe something in Black Widow important ties in. Happens. Yeah. Maybe. So maybe it won't come out until Black Widow does, in which case, ooh, who knows when it's coming out. For real, huh? Uh, Unless they put it on Disney Plus. I still think that I, that might happen, dog. Like They're not going to do that. Yeah. I would totally pay 30 bucks to watch Black Widow. I definitely house. would also pay 30 bucks. We wouldn't even do any weird like password sharing. We would all just buy it. Not even. I'd just buy it, yeah. Um, They're going to put Soul on Disney Plus, not Black Widow. What about Ryan? And the that Pixar night? movie. That's like next year. Yeah. It was supposed to be this year. It was. Rip. Um, Watchmen <laughs> dominates this year's uh, Emmy Awards with 11 wins, including Best Limited Series. Um, it, walked, it ultimately walked away with 11 wins, 
including well, that's <laughs> restating that line. Um, including best limited series, best acting wins for stars Regina King and Yaya Abdul Mateen, uh, and writing award for showrunner Damon Lindelof and Cord Jefferson. Nine Inch Nails, Trent Reznor, and Atticus Rose also won Best Music Composition in a Limited Series. That's a very narrow category. Um, <laughs> um, for Watchmen's memorable score. Additionally, Watchmen End of the Night by also winning awards for Best Casting uh, and Best Cinematography and Best Sci-Fi Fantasy Costumes. Uh, needless to say, HBO has been very pleased. Uh, as they should be, because Watchmen was fantastic. Was very good. Either y'all watch the Emmys at all? No, uh, no, I was doing something when I watched highlights. I didn't really watch it though, but I was very happy. What's it like? What was the show like? It was like they would go to different streaming places and the cast would be together in a room, but six feet apart. So it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a zoom call like this, but it would go be like, Oh, now we're going to join this shit's Creek cast, you know? Oh, sure. Okay. But that show won really big and it was their final season. So I was really happy about that. And, uh, Yeah. And that's nice. just really funny. And uh, Zendaya won. Yeah, my mom, uh, best actress. Yeah. yeah, I love Zendaya, so I was really happy with that. Um, I don't know there was just a lot of like <laughs> diverse diversity, you know. And it didn't seem like it was like tokenism pandering. Like, oh well, we don't want to be called out, you know. It was like legit. They were all great. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like I don't know. It's just like a perfect example of like if awesome roles are written for these people that they're like just waiting there for them, you know, and then they can be recognized later. It's like, it has to start with the people making the roles. So like yeah, they gave Regina King's been here, you know, right. They just right. gave, they gave her a good role and then she got an award. So I don't know. Hopefully it's a sign of things to come and they're not like, Oh, well we did it in 2020 and then just go back to you. You had your year, the caucasity next year. Right. <laughs> Um, WandaVision official trailer promises a Marvel cinematic adventure unlike anything we've seen before. Um, During the 72nd Primetime Emmy Awards, Marvel Studios surprised the world with the debut trailer for the highly anticipated Disney Plus series WandaVision, which will star Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany in the lead roles of Scarlet Witch and Vision. Um, This trailer was amazing. Yeah, this was very good. Very good. I forgot. I mean, it's been so long since I've been ex- like had that Marvel trailer excitement. I guess because mm-hmm. we haven't seen anything. We haven't seen a Marvel movie in a long time. You know, it's it's been a while. We're not used to it. I know. Yeah, most definitely. It was really good. It was super solid. Yeah, it, it didn't give away a lot, which I'm happy about because like we've talked about it before, and it seems like each episode is going to be a different uh, sitcom. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of like the. Um, Oh gosh, I'm drawing a blank. What's the, the first sitcom? What's it based on? Yeah, I guess maybe. Um, I so. There was a lot of that. So it seemed like there was one glimpse of uh, Monica Rambeau. Yeah. That seemed like it was in present day or maybe not in her reality. But other than that, that was pretty much it. There was some cool Agatha Harkness by Catherine Hahn, which I like her a lot. She's funny. Um, there was a very brief appearance of Cat Dennings. Yeah, I saw that too. I didn't so, even catch her in the, in the trailer. But I'm glad it's kind of taking the Mandalorian approach where they just like give you a little bit. And they're like, you're, we know you're going to watch, you know? Right. So, that was smart on their part. Um, yeah, if you haven't seen this trailer, go watch it. I've, but I feel like all of our listeners have already seen this, of course. The This, this isn't on the sheet because it just came out, but someone like Data Mine disney and it looks like it might come out november 27th um okay. like thanksgiving cool. thanksgiving that makes sense. but they're not sure they're not sure it might be december too the rumor is also december at because that's when mandalorian ends and it oh. seems weird that they would want to overlap them mandalorian yeah. the next friday after mandalorian is christmas day so it looks like it's either going to be thanksgiving day or christmas day but christmas we're not sure yeah. that'd be kind of cool like a cool christmas release i don't know yeah, I know but, it takes place at Halloween, and that was the intention. But, but isn't Wonder Woman coming out on Christmas? Are they going to compete with Wonder Woman? Oh, gosh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's Christmas! Wonder Woman! Speaking I of failing movies... Be. Speaking of failing movies, uh, Tenet passes $250 million at the worldwide box office after another sluggish weekend for theaters. 
It was another sluggish weekend at the global box office, but Tenet did manage to pass $200 million overseas to bring its worldwide total to 250.1 million. A uh, strong debut in Japan really helped Christopher Nolan's movie thanks to a surprisingly solid $4.3 million haul during its opening weekend. Uh, Warner Brothers is still hiding box office figures from distributors, but Deadline confirms that Tenet managed to bring in $4.7 million in North America this weekend, a 30% drop-off from last week's 6.7. Uh, 74% of theaters are open, but those in New York, Los Angeles, and San Francisco remain closed. Yikes. <laughs> still doing very poorly, and anyone... I feel like there's no like disputing it at this point, because every movie has like fled. Right. You know? <laughs> So it's like clearly it didn't. It's I mean, this isn't it? I don't look. Don't read this as like a ten, a failure of Tenet as a film. No, definitely not. Um, because Tenet, Tenet is a good the- theatrical experience. You can definitely have a good time with Tenet, uh, but not right now. If any movie were to overcome all of this, it might have been Tenet. You know, right? Like. And it was a good one to test with because like, you can't blame the movie, you know? It's not right. like, oh, well, it sucked. Maybe that's why people didn't go. Like, it was actually good. So it's just yeah. obvious that there's a pandemic and that people, some people at least take it seriously, you know? Right. So It's, it's like, if your movie is less good than Tenet, maybe it's time to move. You if, know? Even if it's better, if it's the perfect movie, it's still, people aren't going to go. It's just, right. yeah, if Tenet it's not is- time yet. If Tenet doesn't get people in, not much else is going to do it. Maybe like Black Widow or something would get better numbers, but mm. it would get better numbers, but it still wouldn't get what it would normally. Yeah. Right. So what's the point? It's like if you have like a, I don't know, like something you want to sell, you know, and you're like, oh well, it could make two hundred dollars next year, but I could sell it now for fifteen. You know, right. it's like just be patient. Just wait. That's what they're doing. Um. Some ma- uh, rumors here. Um, some major DC film cameos for The Flash may have been revealed. During DC Fandom, Michael Keaton's return as the Batman in The Flash was confirmed courtesy of some killer concept art. Mm. Uh, but Fandom Wire claims to have more in- info uh, on the film's planned cameos. Uh, they claim that the film will indeed follow the Flashpoint comic book storyline with the big scenery, I'm sorry, with the big screen Barry Allen messing up the timeline, but finding himself a number of alternate universes. Um, producers are hoping that the fastest man alive will be able to visit Christopher Nolan's version of Gotham city. And the hope is that Christian Bale might return as Batman. Uh, the lines uh, that lines up with previous reports, uh, but no one, I'm sorry, but one big surprise is that Batman forever's Val Kilmer and Batman and Robin stars, George Clooney and Chris O'Donnell are also being approached. Okay. Uh-huh. They're going for their mm-hmm. spider verse moment. That ain't gonna happen. Like, I could see. I mean, they it, they can make it happen. It won't be. I could see Val Kilmer doing it. Yeah, What's but that's well, sure, but like, that's he's not gonna look like Batman. Well, it works, no, it, it works in Spider Verse because it's animated. Right. No, it's not gonna. Maybe, w- maybe they'll do like a face replace. You know. Maybe. Who knows? I, I don't, don't know. see George Clooney doing it. No. I mean, Chris O'Donnell's not doing anything either, so maybe, I mean... It'd be I, interesting. If they could pull this off, it would be interesting that, to see. It definitely would be interesting. Um, I I also don't think Christian Bale would do this, though. I think I think he's too... Uh, I don't know. We say that, but then, like, how much money are they willing money. to... But, yeah, well, yeah, fair enough. If they, if, I mean, if they dump the money, the money truck at his house, I mean, sure. For, for what is, I'm sure, a day of work, you know? Right. We'll see. But... I don't know. It's like, is it a Flash movie anymore at this point? If that's right, the case. No. I feel like this is like one of the umpteenth reports of their adapting Flashpoint. I feel like we talk about this every so often. It's like, every oh yeah, so this is going to be Flashpoint actually. Like, but is it? <laughs> yeah. Flashpoint had Aquaman versus Wonder Woman, and that was the story. You know, this is like right. not at all. I don't see Flashpoint, but it's kind of like Civil War, where there's like, was that a Captain America movie still? Right. You know? But it was, though. Kind of. And Crossbones is dead, though. That's the thing. Oh, he's coming back. Um, Black Widow news. Websites have reportedly begun scrubbing release date information. Um, 
Earlier this week, Variety reported that Black Widow was likely to be delayed, and now Marvel fans on Reddit have discovered some official <laughs> some official international websites have changed the release date for uh, Scarlett Johansson's presumably final MCU film to coming soon. Uh, so that's yeah. it. We can stop talking about Black Widow's release date. Why are you lying to me? We're going to talk about it next week and the week after. Here's the news. No film has a release date right now. Right. Even if, there's even not even one if they're pretending film. they do. They don't. No, if you see a release one. date, there isn't one. Rumors. That's a good rule of thumb. Don't count there's no movies. Pretend movies aren't a thing. You know? Because nope. they're not. Pretend you only have physical you know, media. Or streaming. And Netflix. Yeah. Right. Only movies that have already been made. Something happened and we can no longer make movies. That's if it. you see a release date, it's them saying, it'd be cool if we could come out on this day. Right? It's, it's just like, I got dibs on this. Oh, huh. uh, never mind. Never mind. I mean, what, what what's more to say about... Yeah, that's it. Um, I'm sure we'll keep updating, though, as, as we right. come out. Um, I, I like this headline. More rumors. Uh, Venom star Tom Hardy reportedly cast as the new James Bond. I like that that's his credit, is Venom. Um <laughs> According to the Vulcan Reporter, a site that has shared some seemingly reliable scoops in the recent months, uh, The Dark Knight Rises and Venom star Tom Hardy will be the next 007. Um, Hardy's name is one that has been suggested for years, although it is still surprising somewhat given the actor's age and demands for a new diverse 007. Um, That makes it sound like Tom Hardy is demanding a new and diverse 007. I know, kind of, yeah. Um, but given demands from other people. Right. Um, this is a lame choice. I've not, nothing against Tom Hardy's fine. He would be a fine bond, you know, mm-hmm. in the, in the style of every bond we've ever seen before. Right. Like, are we just trying to keep having the same James Bond over and over and over again? Like, I mean, I guess if, yeah, if that, that's what people want, but I feel like uh, visually he's a really boring choice, you know? But he does always do something weird and inexplicable. Right. So I wonder if he'd try and do something here. So it might be kind of interesting, but like I'm bored looking at it. He's just going to be the, you know, the big, strong, well-dressed British guy. He's going to be just, he already he'll do a voice in real life. Yeah. Yeah. He'll do a voice. It's like, but what if James Bond was a cockney? <laughs> you know, oi, <laughs> oi, governor. My name's James Bond. You know, that see that okay. I'll watch that. Yeah, I'm not about it. We'll forgive yeah. it. Yeah, I'm not about. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not about it. Um, do you guys have anyone that you'd rather? I mean, I always. I, I mean, love that Idris, Idris Elba. Could have been a cool one. That that Idris rumor from forever ago was always. But I. The best. I, I don't care about James Bond, the the property. So. I also don't care about James Bond. I like the James Bond movies, but I'm not like that invested. But I think Idris Elba is aging out of it. Yes, so, he definitely he's is. He's like almost 50. But fam, so. he, looks, he looks 30. <laughs> yeah, but Daniel Craig keeps hurting himself, and he's pretty old too. You know, I feel like if you want to make five movies over 10 years, you got to get – he's going to be like 60 when, it, when it's coming out, you know? Right. Yeah. I guess it's fine. We shouldn't be ageist, but, like, I'm just looking out for his health. Well, make it Tom Holland. Call it a day. Well, at that no, point, ew. well, no. At that point, you can tell. You can finally tell some different and interesting James Bond stories. How about an aging James true. Bond who doesn't know how to deal like with losing his ability to perform like he used to? You know. You know. Yeah, I, if they know, go that that route, that would be cool. You know, but whatever. I mean, but also that doesn't make any sense because 007 is a title, not a person. So you know, well, they would just yeah, I was hoping. It. I was hoping this new movie would make way for a new... It's not James Bond anymore. It's Lashana Lynch, you know, since she's the new right. 007. Right. I, I was hoping that would be what we're doing, but we're getting the opposite of a black woman. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Um, Disney Plus sets all-star Ms. Marvel directors list. Um, it seems that the rumored Bad Boys for Life directors, Adil L. Arby and uh, Bilal Falah, have been tapped to helm Marvel Studios' Ms. Marvel television series for Disney+. Plus. Um, and those were right on the money. Uh, the Direct, I'm um, sorry, The Direct were first to report uh, the news nearly two weeks ago, and we talked about it. Um, and we're now hearing that Arby and Falah uh, have been 
joined by some equally talented directors that should raise the expectations for M the MCU's take on the first Muslim character to headline her own Marvel comic. Joining Arby and Falah uh, are two-time Oscar winner Shereem Omid uh, Chinoy and Mira Minan. Uh, the, that rounds out a fairly diverse list as uh, Obeid Chinoy is known for her stellar documentary work, while Manon is no stranger to comic book television, having directed episodes of Netflix's Punisher, DC's Universe's Titans, and AMC's The Walking Dead. Well, all right, cool. There you go. Good. That sounds like they're doing the right thing, and you More know, more people added to the list. There you go. Right. You they're, know, you, at least they're racially correct. You know, I'm not saying they have to be that race, but like maybe they'll have a new, uh, accurate point of view. You know. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Well, have... there's always the Anthony Mackie argument that's like, is this the only thing they can do? You know, why can't there be another thing? So it's, it's a slippery yeah. slope. Yeah, but I mean, like, like the first time, I don't know. I think you, you do it as authentic as you can, right? And then I'd rather just... have them than like white guys, you know? So, right. But they did do Bad Boys for Life, and that was outside right. of their. That is also race. true. Well, Bad Boys for Life is also not very good. That's the other thing. Uh -huh. no, People like that movie. It did. Movie. It did really well. I think, we didn't love it, but it made a lot of money. I think Bad Boys for Life did well because of COVID. Wow. People needed. People needed something fun and like mindless to watch during because wow. it came out like right prime time quarantine. Right, like we were locked down watching that movie. Mm -hmm. No, it came out before in like January. Right. No, really? I watched it at home. We might have just missed it. No way. I thought it came. I thought it came out right before before the shutdown. Did we just not? Oh, maybe. Okay, so we didn't do it. Did we do? Did we review? January it came out January seventeenth. Get out of here. Okay, so we just watched it for home video release then. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I guess because we weren't going to do it for the because it was Will Smith month. Right. That's that is right. God, that's right. That's that's too bad. Um. <laughs> all right. Um. Don't worry. A Will Smith month. Two coming Part two. next year. Um, two will, two, two Smith. will, two Smith. Two, oh, Dylan. No. <laughs> two will, two Smith. He's not even in. Okay. Um, <laughs> Harley, Harley Quinn renewed for season three at HBO Max as DC Universe transitions out of being a streaming service. Oof. Um, he got him. Yeah, uh, DC Entertainment has announced today that DC Universe is becoming DC Universe Infinite, a digital comic book subscription service. Set to launch in January 21st, 2021. Um, that's, cool. that's That's a good move. I mean, because that's already right now a very cool part of the service that's already there. Um, it, it promises to include access to more than 24,000 comic books at launch with subscribers receiving digital first comics, access to DC fan events, as well as a steady stream of recently released comics six months after the physical versions hit the store shelves. So very much like Marvel Unlimited. Exactly, yeah. It sounds like yeah. the exact same thing. Um, as, ex as expected, <laughs> HBO Max will now be the home for their premium video content that will include the new DC series, key DC classics, and DC Universe originals. Uh, the streaming service has also ordered a third season <laughs> of Warner Brothers, animation, uh, Warner Brothers animation critically acclaimed adult animated comedy series, Harley Quinn. Uh, cool. So good. I know you guys like the show, right? I haven't watched Solid. it. I How far are you in it, Ron? I'm still on season one. Oh. I, I took a little break. Watching. It's good. It's I like it a lot. But other stuff to watch. But I don't know why this was like the last one. I guess it's still Titans, but I don't know it was like the last one to be saved when it's the best one. But you know, uh, I think it's interesting that they're um, charging the same amount, but taking away the streaming the stuff. And now it's just like what was already there. I know there's gonna be more comics, but like I feel like it's a big ask. You know, like mm -hmm. oh, we're comics now. It's like well, comics was always an option that they had on there. Nobody. I don't know. And yeah, I don't know. It's just, I feel like they're trying to gaslight everyone and being like, Oh no, we're, we're a comic streaming service. Right. <laughs> like you can't just like unbecome a TV show streaming service. It's weird. I mean, they should just cancel it and start a new one. Can. I think they, they just did it. I've never seen something like, it. like a subscription service like that. Just, become something completely different hey, oh by the way we do this now and only <laughs> this okay bye this was the right move though don't get me wrong this is what we've been asking for for so long this is what 
made sense to everyone else before DC even came out. Like, right. I don't know why they had to. I don't know. Sometimes bad decisions are made. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Sometimes the fans are right. Um. Yes, Phil Lord and Chris Miller's Connected has moved from its October release and is now undated. What? Um, with movies fleeing from October like they're being pursued by the combined forces of every horror movie baddie imaginable. Whoa. Okay. Um, it's now been confirmed that Connected has also been delayed. Originally set for October 23rd, uh, it is now undated. Oh, man. Oh, well. Ooh, this so, Did I miss this? Yeah, no, no, no. You we talked about it. Trailer. It's the one with the alien where they're driving their daughter to college and then the aliens. Oh, that's invade. this one. That's what it's called. I'm looking. For, I was looking forward to it. I'm obviously, I knew oh, it was right. coming out in October, but I don't know. I'm Put tired. on some streaming service. I'll watch it. Yeah. I don't know. See, I don't know if streaming services are doing that well. Like, are people uh, willing not. to pay thirty dollars for something? You know, we got the uh, Trolls World Tour number, and we haven't gotten any streaming number since then since the first one it's just like it's kind of a red flag to me like studios will not if they can toot their own horn about how well their movies doing they will you know they would, yeah. They're like oh my god we made this amount of money can you believe it but like we haven't gotten any of that so i'm just like what's going on was trolls world tour a fluke what's come out though Mulan. i think like, there's just children movies yeah scoob um well, i don't know there's been several there's been lots of stuff but there's just like I think everyone has their subscription services and there's so much on there and like still a bunch of the country is unemployed or you know part time or laid off or, or you know or, yeah. hurting for money you know so I don't know if they're disposable. willing to spend more on a movie $30 I just think I don't know it seemed like a good idea that maybe it's not um, She-Hulk casts Orphan Black Star uh, Tatiana Malsani, uh, Maslani, Maslani, uh, yeah. as the lead role of Jennifer Walters. Uh, we had heard that a major announcement regarding Marvel's upcoming She-Hulk series was imminent, and Deadline has now broken the news uh, <laughs> that the lead role has been cast. There's an exclamation point there. Uh, Orphan Black actress uh, Tatiana Maslani, uh, Maslani. Uh, yeah. will play attorney Jennifer Walters and her lean green alter ego in the Disney Plus show. This comes on the heels of the news that uh, the Dead to Me director, Kat Corio, uh, Coiro, uh, will helm the pilot as well as several other episodes. Rick and Morty scribe Jessica Gao has also been confirmed to lead the writer's room. I have not watched Orphan Black, but I know everyone uh, who watches it is very passionate about it. Yeah, did Leanne ever try and make you watch it? Oh, definitely. Um, I I almost watched it because it was coming out around the same time that I was watching Doctor Who on BBC America all the time. And um, I think this was sort of like mid Matt Smith era. And so I was, I should have watched it. It dominated BBC for a while, other than Doctor Who. You know, it was like the show. It's so good. She's great. She's like, I think. she may have won an Emmy for it or was nominated at least, but she's like, she plays a bunch of different roles in that. Right. Um, clones. And she does mm-hmm. so well. Um, maybe, I'm not sure how much duality there is between with She-Hulk. It depends on if it's smart She-Hulk or dumb She-Hulk, you know, but. Right. I think she'll be great. She's not the. You think they're going to be dumb She-Hulk? I don't know. That's what she is in the comics now. I'm not sure if that informs it at all. I kind of like that she's smart because, well, now Hulk is smart. I was going to say, I like that she's smart right. because it differentiates her from regular Hulk. But now Hulk is like Professor Hulk in the MCU. So would that be boring if she's the same? Or I don't know. I don't know what they're going to yeah, do. Enough. But she's fantastic. I saw a lot of people online that were a little annoyed by it because they want like the John Byrne like cheesecake. Of she Hulk a little bit, you know? Or they wanted like a buff actress, which I don't really... I really don't get that fan casting. Like Gina Carano or... Right. Ronda Rousey, like a bunch like, of fan casts like that. Actress. <laughs> I'm like, this isn't Lou Ferrigno where they're painting her green. Like it's CGI. Right. Like Mark Ruffalo isn't right. ripped. Like <laughs> that's the whole point of the whole yeah, like, she turns different. green. I don't know. I don't understand that uh that argument. Jennifer Walters is not ripped. Right. Um Synchronic trailer 
uh, and poster sees Anthony Mackie caught in a horror-filled take on time travel. Anthony Mackie is really starting to make an impact on genre films and TV shows, but Synchronic definitely looks like it could be one of the actor's most unique projects to date. Um, featuring uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier star as a New Orleans paramedic, Steve, uh, who, with his partner, encounters a series of bizarre deaths linked to a new drug called Synchronic. Um, the trailer is pretty good. I yeah, watched it today. Trailer. To me, it was short. Right. Right. Does, the full trailer come Does out? it look like a horror? No. I wouldn't say that's a horror movie, but I mean, I, no. but horror is so broad. You know, like, um, that's like calling you know, music, rock music. Like, rock is such a huge umbrella, you know? What streaming service it. is it? Oh, I don't know. It. Yeah, I don't huh. think it's it. I, I gotta be it. honest, I forgot I forgot to watch it. Wow. Dang. And, I, and, I, and I pasted this in here for y'all to watch. How how dare you? Then I didn't do it. Um, I, I'm just... It says coming to theaters on the... Oh, uh, it's a movie in theaters? That's what it says. Oh, I thought this was a streaming show for some reason. No, it's okay. a streaming movie. I mean, it's a, it's a I thought it was, well, that's what I meant. I thought it was going to be like a Netflix movie. Or something. Oh, no. It will be a Netflix movie at some point. It yeah. will be, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but the trailer's pretty good. Uh, y'all should go check it out. Um, it's, Watch it when the full one come out. It, yeah. It's different. Which is would be today, right? Probably. No, was, it, was it not the full one? No, it was like a teaser trailer. I say oh. come tomorrow. Um, PlayStation. It was two minutes and 15 seconds. Yeah, it, it was full enough for me. Oh, was it? Uh, yeah. I watched like a minute trailer. Oh, okay. Um, PlayStation um, 5 release date and price revealed as a new God of War game is teased. Um, the digital version will retail for $399.99 with the regular one selling for $499.99. That was the expected price point, though the former is more expensive than the Xbox Series X, uh, Series S. Uh, as for when it goes on sale in the U.S. and a lot of other countries, it goes uh, on November 12th, while the rest of the world gets it uh, November 19th. After this announcement, Sony dropped an unexpected teaser for the next God of War game, which, based on the brief uh, teaser, will follow Kratos during Ragnarok. It's not coming until 2021, though. So, did you guys uh, watch this? I did. I solid. tuned in to, towards the end of it. but 30 minutes? Or so. Yeah. Um, the price points are what we thought. I wasn't really surprised by anything. No, the games are like no ones way. I had seen before, pretty much. Yeah, they're all games that, other than the new teaser for God of War. Right. I'm not really invested. Nothing. Yeah, it was just a circle and like coming 2021. Yeah. They yeah, do I have, don't... I will say, a really stacked first year. Of, oh, yeah, no, most definitely. Of stuff. Like, normal, I feel like when the PS4 came out, it was like. A couple premium a games. Bit, I mean, the 360 and PS4 launch games were abysmal. Yeah, yeah. they learned their lesson, I think, because they have a lot of like, you know, things people are excited you, about. You have to, man. Like, um, it's getting it's getting to the point, I think, with consoles where people, I I definitely don't need to upgrade this year. I don't yeah. feel the need that. I gotta go get the new Xbox or PlayStation. I don't care. I feel a little bit. I don't at all. Um, I I don't like that the PS5 has to stand up. You don't have to stand it up. You don't. You can turn no, it. Right? It, it sits. It sits on its uh on its side or on its um bottom. I okay. Guess. I don't like that it's only white. That or is also black. Because all my co- all my uh, consoles and stuff are black. So gonna stick out right what's the what's the final verdict i'm sure there's not one but on this versus the xbox or the series s has better specs with the high-end one um yeah the high-end one but the low-end one is cheaper right and it doesn't yeah the specs are worse well it's different yeah it's 300 bucks and so the big barely worse though right the the big difference is um what resolution the resolution. Uh, b- because right. the thing with the, ser- with the Xbox is, is that rather than digital versus disc, it is resolution-based. They want to give 120 FPS at both price points, but at different resolutions. So the, mm-hmm. the big one is 4K. The other one is, I think, 2K or something. Um, yes, how, much it, how much is the, the expensive Xbox? Uh, $499. $499, yeah. So the, 
is the three ninety nine digital PlayStation like the best value if you don't care about discs because it's more powerful than the lower end Xbox, um, and 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 cheaper than the higher end Xbox. I think I think at that point, um, I think it doesn't matter. I think what matters is the suite of games, you know, and what you like better. Right. Um, and you're if right. you're already like pot committed to one or the other, I think if you're going to spend three hundred, you're going to spend four hundred. I think that's not um, sure. Like people, people need get, to calm down too, because like I see those videos where it's comparisons and they're like swiping the different consoles. People and sometimes yeah, I'm like, man, that. I don't see it. <laughs> right. It's like, and also you have to have a four K TV to to Right. Even and, then, no. Even then. So, like, I, I mean, I will complain if a console looks ugly before, uh, or controllers or any of these things, any of these designs. However, that's not ever stopped me from making a purchase on a console before. Like the original right. Xbox is right. ugly. Um, the original Xbox is a big old tank. You know, a lot of consoles are ugly. What's um, the best looking console? Um, goodness. GameCube. Um, GameCube, GameCube is a pretty good looking console for what it is. Um, I think my favorite is probably the Xbox One. It's just normal. It, it, the Xbox One, I like it. It just looks like a satellite box. You know, it looks like some sort of a receiver. Yeah, it's just very normal. I really like the three hundred dollar no. Xbox, the the Series S, the new one. Oh it, yeah, I, okay, we're talking about one. Yeah, that one is. I like that one a lot. It's very weird. But I like it, and I like that it's small. It's white, though. I don't like it's white. I don't like that. It's I like white. that it's small too. Um, as for like older consoles, I think um, Sega Genesis. You like the funky PS3 dog? Um, the oh God, PS3. no! I don't like the original PS3. I, the Slim's okay. Um, yeah, the I don't Slim know. Okay. Xbox 360 didn't really do anything for me either. I mean, I love the console. No, that's normal. that's like a great console, but. Um, I don't know. I think consoles all look kind of the same. They look like gamer hardware. You know, they got they got except not anymore. Not this time. Well, the, like the PS4, I, no, no, the, like the, the PS5 looks like gamer hardware. The statement. Um, oh, most definitely. Yeah. The Xbox looks like something that you're hiding. You know, box. which I appreciate. Yeah, it's just a box dog. Something oh, yeah. to be ashamed of. Right. I mean, to a degree. It fits with the other con- other boxes you have in your house. You know, right. It's with the cable box. It's cuter. I agree. And Microsoft's doing some really wild stuff with their Game Pass. You see this, Ron? So Microsoft just acquired Bethesda today. As well, today, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that, that's yeah. great. That's great for them. They yeah. needed something, man, because Halo Infinite got delayed. True, but it's fun. So it's, yeah, but it's weird. They're not, so the games are coming out in the next two years or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was going to be Sony exclusive through Bethesda. They're gonna keep those exclusives with Sony, which is really interesting. That is interesting. But, you know, Does that mean Elder Scrolls is gonna be for sure. Xbox only at some point? Yes. That's no, I don't think for me. it will be. Well, well, okay. So I mean, I they have think, the option. I don't think Xbox cares. I think Xbox will put it on Game Pass and then make PlayStation people buy it for 60, 60, 70 bucks. That's yeah. I think well, why wouldn't they well, put their other exclusives on PlayStation then, like Halo and stuff? Well, because they just can't. Why can't they? I mean, they I, guess they, I don't think I don't think PlayStation would want it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I think, think they would. That's a whole thing. Yeah, that's that's a whole other thing. That that's that is an interesting point. No, I think I think um, that's it's really. Hmm. I don't know. I think you're not going to get. Um, I'll, I think Microsoft will realize that Ron's point is pretty good. I think with with the future games, they will put them for free on Game Pass, and if you want to buy them, you can buy them on the PlayStation, but. You know, if you want to get them for free, quote unquote, you can get them on the Game Pass. It's a good strategy. And they're doing a thing with the Game Pass where you can pay for your Xbox with the Game Pass. You see that too? Yeah, that's kind of crazy. That's wild. Like, like you finance it? It's 25 a month for the S. Yeah, you can finance it with no X. No, that's lame. Yeah, uh, I think we might have lost Ron. Putting people in debt. Yeah, I think we lost Ron. Oh, he's back. He's back now. Well, I I mean, so, but you're buying, so it's twenty four ninety nine for the S. What's the for the S? Know? And then it's, I think it's forty for the for the X. But even like forty is like nothing. Well, I mean, so month, you know? you're already paying twenty a month, right, for the Game Pass? I think. Right. Oh, Game, uh, if you have the ultimate, it's fifteen. It's fifteen ninety nine. Is it fifteen? No, I don't know. 15, I have it. Fourteen ninety nine. 
Okay, so so for ten dollars more a month, you can just have the console. Right. That's amazing. Like, and for you know, definitely playing this the smart way through. It's like phones. It is. (laughs) Yeah, basically. But I mean, but that's going to move units, man, for sure. Um, it's funny too but, on their on their website they don't show you the big prices like on their website they're like get the console for twenty five ninety nine you know what I mean right but they're not like hey the console is three hundred dollars now they're like it's twenty five dollars to get the console You're like all right bet well that's shady they're very they're playing the smart game I mean it's not though I mean like no it's not shady it's 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 like uh they're they're pushing you towards the game pass as opposed right. to- I get it I get what they're doing but it's like. Are people like responsible it. enough to know it, that they're going to pay 60 bucks a month for how long? How many years? No, 25. Well, if you're getting the small one. Right. Well, I thought it was 40 and big. then 20 for the service. It's, for, it's 40 for the big one, right? No, no, so no. no. $55 it's, a month? No, 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 no. You, you, can, you can either... There's two Xboxes. You, if you want the, the, the cheaper Xbox, it's $25 a month for however right. many months. That, and that includes the Game Pass. Oh, it's both. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. You, it's it's just an extra fee on top of your like rolled into the Game Pass, and or forty dollars for the more expensive Xbox. So you uh, sign a you, contract, right? I assume. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, like, like, I mean, everyone does it with their phones, so why not do it with their game consoles? I guess. Um, Sony releases new Spider-Man Miles Morales gameplay footage. The reveal trailer for Spider-Man Miles Morales was spectacular, but this first gameplay footage is downright amazing. Um. <laughs> Kicking off an incredible-looking sequence featuring Miles and his friend Genki, uh, we're then taken to a battle between the Web Slinger and the Tinkerer's goons. It appears as if the villain will be female this time, and while we could be mistaken, her voice sounds an awful lot like Rosario Dawson. We'll obviously have to wait to see on that front, though. Um, yeah, this gameplay trailer, gameplay trailer is awesome. Was awesome. I still haven't played the PS4 Spider-Man, though. If I'm gonna be real. So the funny thing about this too is what I figured out the day after is that you can play this game on the PS4. It's coming out on the PS4. Of course it is. So you don't get the hair follicles. I don't need all that. I got a 1080p uh, a screen. It's fine. Right. Exactly. It's That's like, true. That's true. Right. Um. It looked good though. It looked a little bit PS5. too much. I was talking to Ron about it. It looked. I know there. It was just like showing off footage. There's a little bit too much of like, I'm not sure what it's called, but when it's like, press this button, then he'll do this. Quick time events? It, yeah, too much Quick of time. that. Like, tap, yeah. tap square, and he'll jump through this bus. And they're like, yeah, it's, or like, I'd like to actually play. I feel like that's just like the sizzle reel, though. Then they're just Yeah, for like, sure. Um, although, you know, what experience I had gaming with that uh, that was very similar to that would be um, the first Assassin's Creed. Um, I remember when that first one came out, it's like I'm just holding forward and A the whole timing? time. Oh, sure. Yeah, the combat in that game was like, No, sure. no, for all the parkour, like for all the moves and stuff, it's just forward and A. You don't have to do Oh, anything. sure, sure, sure. And then I mean, that's how I feel about Tomb Raider. Maybe. I don't remember. I haven't played Tomb Raider in so long. But uh Super Mario animated movie officially in the works for a twenty twenty two theatrical release. Uh, the news has come out of nowhere and it's been confirmed that a new Super Mario movie is in the works for 2022. Uh, believe it or not, the announcement was unearthed by Games Radar in the Nintendo Corporate Management Policy Briefing. Uh, the report confirms that this CG Mario Super Mario movie is scheduled for theatrical release 2022 and that production is moving ahead smoothly. Uh, there's some top-tier talent working behind the scenes, including Mario cre- creator Shigeru Miyamoto, um, and the founder of Illumination, Chris Melandari. Uh, Melandry? Melandry. Uh, that's a weird name. Sorry. Uh, so, cool. I love Mario. I don't know how if this can be good or not. It it. Yeah, I mean, of course, I'll watch it. This will be in the Power Rankings for sure. It can be bad. It'll be, be decent. They have to make it funny. I don't, it'd be weird if Mario talks. I know Mario does kind of talk. Like, but yeah, but you don't want him to have dialogue. I think it'd be cool if he just Reacted. was the only character who doesn't speak. Yeah, but, for whatever reason. Yeah, but they've already got. I mean, he's yeah, got a got very definable that. voice. He's gonna be like doing the. He can make sounds. But I don't want him to like oh. have full dialogue conversations. Yeah. Okay. It's more endearing that way. Well, 
better than the old Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Haven't seen it. It's it's rough. He talks. Uh, he, yeah, yeah, he talks. He, he he just has like a stereotypical New York Brooklyn accent. Hey, how's it going? I'm Mario. Did you say straight watched the Mario game, the the port for? Yes, I did. <laughs> so long, gay Bowser. It's gone. Terrible. Yeah, it's gone. No more. Rude. Did you guys pick that up? No. Yeah, I'm too maybe. busy playing Fall Guys and Avengers. <laughs> uh, I'm too I'm busy playing it. Tony Hawk. I'm by before they take it off. Oh yeah, that's right. It's gonna it's gonna get vaulted. That's so stupid. It's a limited release. Yeah, that's dumb. Mario on every yeah the Mario game. Oh, the re release. I thought you said I thought you meant Fall Guys. I was like, what? No, Mario is only you can only oh. buy it before like March something, right? Some yeah, date, yeah, yeah. something like that. But anyway, so today we were supposed to be reviewing Kings uh, with <laughs> the King's Man, the third yeah. movie in the Kingsman. We got like four minutes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. So, yeah. So here we are, keeping with a the theme of reviewing the original or some further down the line. Uh, we're reviewing the original Kingsman, which I could have sworn we reviewed, but we didn't. We reviewed the second one. Um. This movie is uh from some year that I don't know. I thought I had it here, but I don't. Uh, oh, 2015. 2015. Um, if uh, I'll go ahead and read this here. Gary Eggsy Unwin, played by Taron uh, Edgerton, Edgerton? Mm-hmm. Uh, Edgerton, whose late father secretly worked for a spy organization, lives in South London housing estate and seems headed for a life behind bars. However, dapper agent Harry Hart, played by Colin Firth, recognizes potential in the youth and recruits him to be a trainee in the Secret Service. Meanwhile, the villainous Richard Valentine, played by Sam Jackson, launches a diabolical plan to solve the problem of climate change via a worldwide killing spree. Directed by Matthew Vaughn. Um, written by Jane Goldman and Matthew Vaughn. Also starring Michael Caine, Mark Strong, so- Sophia Butella, and uh, Sophia Cookson. Um, it has a 74% on yep. Rotten Tomatoes with a 84% on the uh, the audience. Um, I really enjoy Kingsman, the first one. The um, first one is the good one. And the second yeah. one is not good. So I think we all... It's not bad, though. No. It was okay, I thought, but right. not, not as good. It's a okay. disappointment. So... I think we all, yeah, we all like Kingsman, right? So, right. Um, it's does does rewatching it d- does 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 the newer entries in the franchise taint your current experience? No, I think it still holds up. It's not like dated or like, oh, I know where this is going. I honestly kind of forgot the second one. What happens in it? I know a character that comes back, but other than that, like. I don't know. I don't remember the events of that movie at all. All I remember is that uh, they go to like a Dolly Parton esque, like a Dollywood type of place, and stuff happens there. And Elton John is there. They were a cowboy, right? A cowboy baby, right? They were cowboys. (laughs) Pedro Pascal was a cowboy, yeah. Um, Oh, and Halle Berry was going to. I like how we're reviewing Kingsman Kingsman 2. Kingsman 1. So, anyway, let's talk about the cast. I I, I really like Taron. Edgerton as Eggsy. I, He's great. Yeah, he is very good. And Colin Firth plays so funny enough, the Colin Firth character. Right. So awesome. Funny enough, me and my brother were talking about the James Bond thing. And he was he brought up this movie out of nowhere and was like, Eggsy should be the new James Bond. And I was like, yes. okay, I guess. Sure. I, I mean, just make it... Make yeah, it I don't agree with that, but sure. I, I don't either, but like, I'd love to see that as a one-off. Like, you you have like a the the very straight laced movie, but you have like Eggsy. I mean, that's right. kind of what Kingsman is. He just with the it character, is. but he's already it's already yeah, a play I mean, on James Bond, right? But it's so over the top, like right. You want like a more toned down Kingsman? Yeah, I want, except one character is super over the top. To watch James Bond, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. but I I like this movie. I I enjoy it. Um, I think it is definitely worth your time. Isn't it based on something? From Mark Miller. Mark Miller, right? Um, Mark Millar. Oh my god. Millar. Have y'all have y'all read it? 
Oh no, I heard it's not a lot like I the movie. Not. I I read, I, no, I read I some of it. I don't think I read all of it because I watched the movie first, and then I was getting to the comic. Cause like this isn't the same thing, and I stopped reading it. Womp womp. Yeah. Word. Sorry, but Mark Miller. My favorite part of this movie is the action. Well, I guess not, maybe not my favorite part, but I thought the action was great. You know, the choreography. Yeah, I like it when there's like intricate fight scenes, but you can tell what's going on and who's where. You know. Yes. That, there's that's a lot a big, of that in this. It's a big pet peeve of mine of like getting lost in a scene, like in a bad way. It's like I yeah. don't know where the geography of a scene. Like I don't know where we are right now. But I love the freebird scene in the church. It's so good. Yeah, it's great. It's good. And like the the scissor leg lady, she's pretty cool. Yeah. Gazelle. <laughs> they just didn't yeah. take their their themselves seriously. At not all. at all. I think that was a key. No, not at all key component to this is knowing that you're a joke. Which is good for a movie. <laughs> would, you, would you guys recommend this? Absolutely. Is it streaming anywhere? No, I mean, I own it, so no. I didn't even look. Um, it's not streaming anywhere. It is Bar. not. Okay, well, that's too bad. Um, I think I still recommend, though. I mean, I don't know what else to say about this movie. Honestly, it could go on Disney at some point. That's true. It is by Fox. Um, do you King's Man, what do you think about this? Is it going to be anything? I don't even remember the trailer for King's Man. Me neither. <laughs> I honestly I don't care about the King's Man. I would rather just... I, I would like to pretend that they only made this movie and just keep watching this one. It's young Harry, right? The King's Man? Oh, yeah. yeah Colin Firth's character? Mm-hmm. I don't care. I so I was watching this movie Sunday morning while Lori was asleep, and then she woke up like two thirds of the way through the movie, and then it just came in at like the weirdest part of the movie. It's like, what are you watching? I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. Did you see the head explosions? Yes, <laughs> I, I love it. I, That's a great scene. It is the confetti, right? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Oh, uh, spoilers for Kingsman. Uh, oh, whatever. Come on, head pops. That's true. Um, I don't know. I guess I, I mean sorry to have the, like nothing to say about this movie other than it it's good and it's you good. should watch it. Yeah. But I mean like it it's 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 a stupid action movie that's very enjoyable. Solid would you want to see a third one with this cast? Um, I yes, I would. Yeah, it's, it's kind of Jackson dies movie. I forget. Yeah, Sam Jackson dies. Okay. I it. That. It's kind of annoying that I feel, I feel like Taron Egerton was the highlight of the movie, and he did get that Rocket Man role and was nominated for an Oscar. But like, I feel like he hasn't really his career hasn't taken off. You know, that's right. That is true. I mean, what else has he done? Um, according to his Wikipedia, not a lot. He Rocket Man. He oh, he was in Sing Two and Sing. Oh yeah, he voiced someone in that. Yeah, he was in Kingsman, Kingsman Golden Circle. Uh, Legend came out the same year. Some UK, some British French crime thriller. Oh, he was in that um, Robin Hood movie with. Yes, he was in Robin Jamie Hood. Jamie Foxx. Robin Hood. Yes, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh my God. I forgot uh, that there's a. We should have watched that. I forgot there's a Robin Hood movie. With didn't Jamie you watch Fox. that, Ron? I didn't. No, I missed it. So for Jamie Foxx month, are we going <laughs> to. Jamie Foxx month. I mean, we already watched. Uh... Power, the Project Power, powers, Project Power. Thank you. <laughs> oh man, did no one? None of us saw this movie. No, this it has it was to terrible. be bad, right? Yeah, it has a really bad Rotten Tomatoes. I can't remember what it is, I mean, but sounds like a good. Um, it was nominated for three Razzies. Oh boy! Um, worst remake, worst supporting actor for Jamie Fox, and worst picks, picture. It's got a fifteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Woo! Oof. Hey, does Gotti still have his yeah, we'll Or does somebody end up liking Gotti? I'm sure what's his face what likes it. Armin Armin White. Yeah. We'll talk about Gotti. Um but yeah, I guess I guess uh we can wrap it up. Um I like it. I like the, the idea of Kingsman. I like that they have like Arthurian names. I think that's cool. I I like the whole gimmick. I think it's a neat play on James Bond that doesn't take itself too seriously or seriously at all. It does look like all three movies are not great for uh, gender diversity, at least. Not at all. 
The, I mean, oh, especially yeah. at the the end of the of the first one. Yeah, it's like oh. Mm. It seems like they kind of built up Roxy in this one, and then she's like not in the second one, which was a little a little bit weird. Yeah, I mean, even and and even if Sophia Cookson didn't want to come back, I mean, you can recast Roxy, right? I mean, she was in it for a second. I think they killed her. I can't remember. Did they? Yeah, I think they I'm pretty sure. And that was like the. We'll revisit it when we do Kingsman Month, and we uh, okay. Um, Kingsman Month. Um, anyway, we don't we're not we don't need to review this. We don't, it's not a new release movie. Um, I'd just say uh, go rent it digitally. Rent it. Actually, I'd say it's worth a buy if you can buy it. Um, you're gonna want it. You, you'll watch it again. You'll. It's worth it's worth a, a digital purchase. It's definitely a movie you watch every once in a while. It's like oh, let's put on Kingsman. Exactly. Ooh. I think it's the Ooh, same the thing. Fight. Yeah, it is on. If you have cable and have FX, it's on there on demand. Okay, there you go. I mean, like, how many people is that? But you know, you can buy it on Voodoo in 4K for seven dollars right now. Well, how how much better does it look in 4K? Probably not much. But uh, that's going to do it for us, this guys. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Later, guys. This is Ron. This is Dylan, and I'm Michael. We'll see you next time.